Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome to this special romantic edition of Talking Lamar. On this episode, <laughs> we are talking about Valentine's Day, how it began, and a lot of fascinating facts that you may not know. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Uh, Sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. What are you talking about? I am talking to you. That's just what I was talking about. It's Talking Lamar. It may surprise you to know that Valentine's Day has not always been candy, flowers, and cards. According to Roman legend, around 600 BC, King Amulus ordered Romulus and Remus, his twin nephews and founders of Rome, to be thrown into the Tiber River to drown. A servant took pity on them, however, and placed them inside a basket on the river instead. The basket floated down the river. They got hung on a vine. The brothers were then rescued and cared for by a she-wolf in a den. They grew up, went back, and killed King Amulus. To celebrate, they started the Feast of the Lupercal. Now, this kind of in this feast, there was like ritual sacrifice. Everybody's running around naked. Men are picking women's names out of a jar and hooking up which would have been called a key party, but they didn't have keys back then. Over time, <laughs> the naked part lost its popularity. I, I, I'm not sure how that happens, but it did. So the Fest of the Lupercal continued each February around the 14th. And on that day in the 3rd century AD, a man named Valentine was imprisoned by the Roman emperor for assisting persecuted Christians. He was told to reject his faith in Jesus or be killed. Valentine refused and was beheaded. So the Catholic Church declared him a saint. And in the late 5th century AD, Pope Galatius eliminated the pagan celebration of Lupercalia and declared February the 14th a day to celebrate the martyrdom of St. Valentine instead. It was not until the Middle Ages that the holiday became associated with love and romance. Now, history's first Valentine was written in perhaps one of the most unromantic places conceivable, a prison. Charles, Duke of Orleans, wrote the love letter to his second wife at the age of 21 while he was captured at the Battle of Agincourt. As a prisoner for more than 20 years, he would never see his Valentine's reaction to the poem that he penned her early in the 15th century. Now, we always like to give chocolates and stuff like that. The Valentine's Day tradition of giving a box of candy was started in the 19th century by Richard 
Cadbury. Huh, that's a recognizable <laughs> name. Yeah. He was a descendant. He was a descendant of a British chocolate manufacturing family with a new technique recently established at the company to create more varieties of chocolate. Cadbury pounced on the opportunity to sell chocolates as part of the beloved holiday. I'm pretty sure Richard could not have envisioned that his company would one day be selling 500 million cream eggs a year. Wow. That's how many of those Cadbury eggs are sold every year. Now, Cupid, we don't know where that, you know, it, it came through Greek mythology, so it's come from. Cupid didn't start out as a chubby, winged, arrow-shooting little guy that appears on Valentine's card. <clears throat> Valentine's card. Valentine's Day cards, I'm sorry. The figure can actually be traced all the way back to 700 B.C. to the Greek god of love, Eros, who was actually a very handsome, immortal man with the intimidating power to make people fall in love. And it wasn't until the 4th century B.C. that the Romans adopted Eros into the image of a cute little boy with a bow and arrow, and they named him Cupid. And by the turn of the 19th century, Cupid had become linked to Valentine's Day due to his love-matching powers. Now, the first mass-produced Valentine's didn't come along until 1840. People started exchanging cards and handwritten letters to both lovers and friends during the 17th century, but it was in the 1840s that the first Valentine's Day cards were mass-produced in the U.S., and they were sold by Esther A. Howland known as the mother of the American Valentine. Howland is credited with commercializing Valentine's Day um, for all the cards in America, and she's remembered for her elaborate, crafty cards made with lace and ribbons. And somewhere along the line, Hallmark picked up on that deal. We're going to take a little break. We'll be back with some more facts. We are so excited about Bob and Sherry Premium. Well-marbled, juicy, and always fresh with loads of behind-the-scenes photos and videos, exclusive content including our classic chat room calls and our best-of CDs. And best of all, it's just $4.99 a month. BobandSherry.com slash premium. Back with some very interesting facts about the holiday, Valentine's Day, that we all celebrate. Uh, the tradition of giving Valentine's Day flowers dates back to the 17th century because giving red roses may be an obvious romantic gesture today, but it wasn't until the late 17th century that giving flowers became a very popular custom. In fact, the practice can be traced back to when King Charles II of Sweden learned the language of flowers which pairs different flowers with different meanings, like on a trip to Persia, and subsequently he introduced his tradition to Europe. The act of giving flowers then became a popular trend during the Victorian era. I, I really appreciate these people doing this because this has really helped me spend an enormous amount of money all my life. If it hadn't been for them, I, there's no telling what kind of car I could be driving. I, I, you know, uh, And of course it would be royalty that did that. Because oh, what's yeah. a greater luxury than a gift of flowers? Because they're it's not going to last. They're beautiful, and then they're gone. Of course, that's right. going to be royalty, Lamar. Yeah, no wonder exactly. you're bitter. Yeah. Now, of course, the traditional red roses symbolize deep love. That's, that's I guess that's got to be the most popular you know color. Nearly 250 million roses are grown in preparation for Valentine's Day each year. 
And there's a science to ensuring that there are enough fresh roses to go around when it comes to February the 14th. In an effort to provide the flowers for the holiday, countries, including Ecuador, Kenya, or Colombia, ship the roses to the U.S. because in those cold temperatures, it's hard for us to, to grow them, and we can't keep up with the demand on Valentine's Day. The color of a flower given on Valentine's Day, it has meaning to it. I know it's red roses or the traditional ones, but I don't do red roses. Um, I like purple. Um, but they have, you know, deep pink, you know, purple or white. They symbolize happiness. Um, there's all kind of different ways to go. Of course, a year, I guess it was, was it last year, Sherry? Two years ago? When I gave the, <laughs> the clown arrangement. The psychedelic, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do not, listen, do not purchase multicolored roses over the phone. You're going to want to see them, okay? You're going to want to see them, okay? You don't want that. That, that just doesn't work out. Uh, according to the National Retail Foundation, Americans spent $26 billion on Valentine's Day gifts in 2023. Say that number Pick again. $26 billion? billion on Valentine's Day gifts Whoa. in 2023. They say people are expected this year to spend an average of $193 total cost for Valentine's Day. Oh. So that's gift taken out to do that's that seems yeah. cheap if that includes like candy, yeah. flowers, card, dinner. That you seems like you're getting this. off kind of easy. Well, on the scale, you know, some people do absolutely nothing. Some people yeah. do a little, you know, so you, you've got a whole scale here, but they say total is 26 billion. Uh, Americans send 145 million Valentine's Day cards each year. That's a lot. And that's not counting all the little Valentines in classrooms. That's just adult cards. I want you to think about the profit margin there, because when was the last oh. time you bought a greeting card that was less than like $6? That's we're, so true. We're done with that. I'm done yeah. with that. We, we, got done, I, we got done with that years ago. Listen, I'll sit down and I'll pin something out or whatever. I'm not paying 6 or $7 for a card. It's Do you know ridiculous. what I'm doing this year? I'm fi yeah. I found some old pictures. You go to the drugstore and you can make your own card with your own pictures that cost about the same amount and it's a lot more personal and it shows you took oh, some effort. Yes. And I can say this because there's how no, long does there's that no take? danger there's no danger that she's going to actually be listening to this. I'm, I'm I think that it probably took me the last time that I did something like that, it took me less than ten minutes. So you can walk right into because I've not done so this. What you you walk do right is you, in, yeah, you walk in. And you find yeah. where the pictures are, you hook them up, yeah. and then you drop the pictures in, and it gives you some ideas on layout and the kind of card that it looks like, and you can just pick that and do it, and you're in and out in it's no a time little, flat. It's a little kiosk, Bob. You swipe your credit card. It's super easy. Super easy. That is very – all the drugstores Walgreens. Yeah, Walgreens. Walgreens is where I did it. Yeah, I, I will say that. Yeah, Walgreens is where I did it. That's very cool. I'm well, gonna try that. I, I'm going to do idea. that for Carla. Hey, Carla yeah. won't hear this either. So <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where we can tell all of our darkest I, secrets. I, I can tell every once in a while. Carla say, 
what kind of stories you telling about me? I said, sweet things, baby, sweet things. <laughs> the, the, the only time Bridget hears about it, she has a coworker who's a big fan, right? And she'll say, the coworker said, did you talk about such and such? And I went, oh darn. <laughs> Uh, can I yeah. tell you? Can I tell you how my husband <laughs> accidentally hears things we do? He'll be listening to one of the podcasts he subscribes to, like Bear Grease, you know, which is a on the Meat Eaters Network. It's an outdoor living podcast. And at the end of that podcast, at the end of the episode, his Apple Podcast will automatically play the next thing in his feed. And sometimes it's one <laughs> of our podcasts. That's it. He. It literally has to be forced upon him by an algorithm because otherwise, <laughs> no, that's the first thing that happens when one of us gets into a relationship. Whoever that person is, is like, oh, I used to really enjoy your show, but I'm never going to listen again. I can't blame them. I'm, I'm just using me as an either. example. Yeah. They're around oh. me all. She's around me all day long, all night long. How much can a woman take? You know, you could phrase it a different way for your self-esteem, Bob. You could say, she's around me all day, and all night. How much more could a woman want? He don't, he's yeah, not worried about his self-esteem. Good. He lost that a long time ago. He's got I could <laughs> fight to get it back. She's right. Yeah. She is exactly on, buddy. right. <laughs> well, that's very interesting. I learned something. And I love the thing with the, the uh, drugstore. I'm going to do that now. for birthdays and valentines yeah yeah this amount this amount of cards on valentine's day makes it the second biggest holiday for exchanging greeting cards christmas is the first bob's doing his best to destroy that because he's no longer sending out cards but i mean (laughs) christmas christmas is still the first i'm not trying to destroy it for the entire nation you know i just i'm just not a little bit of an overstatement there i'm just not sending them out anymore because People don't want them. They just don't. They, they go, oh, here's, Bob is still sending cards. I got to go buy a card for Bob now. Just not doing it. So, do you, do you, oh, never mind. Go ahead. No, no, you no, know no, what? no, I'm going to let it go. No, I'm just, so it's not the effort you're taking. You're concerned that the effort you're taking is making other people. Get, <laughs> it is the most convoluted, crazy logic. It just almost no, doesn't not. make it's sense. The truth. It's the truth. The, I, I can picture one person in my life. It's a couple. I've known them forever. And they don't, I guarantee you, they don't send out Christmas cards. But I was, every year, I was including them. And then, this is how you can tell. Then the card comes in like five seconds before Christmas Eve. And they got my card. They went, oh, Jesus. And they go out and, and they do it. That's right. Well, I you didn't have they, to go out. They had to go out. They had, well, right, yeah, here, they had to go out. Here's the quiz. Here's the quiz. Who every year receives the most Valentine's Day cards? Who? Mothers? Taylor Swift. <laughs> Mothers? <laughs> no, nah, they're in the list, but they're not number one. Um, I I will say the guy. Side action? Did... No. There's no? Not that much, okay. Surely there's not that much cheating going I hope on. not. Yeah. Okay. I, I think the guy a guy gets it from uh, his sweetheart because women are more thoughtful in this area. No, 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 no. Teachers, teachers oh, get more Valentine's so Day cards. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. Five, all right. Then second is children, third is mothers, yeah. and fourth is wives. Huh. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So, 
Needless to say, we've come a long way from 1913, which was when Hallmark started the cards. That's when they produced their first ones. God, they are just tonned. You can't print it as fast as they make them. Um, yeah. Many, many years ago, that booklets were created to help people write Valentines. If you needed help finding the right words to send to your loved ones in the 19th century, you could purchase a Valentine's writer. The booklets contain sample text that could be used to express your love. If you know, if you weren't very good at it. Yeah, that's dicey oh, I because wish... she knows whether or not you have that sort of skill. You know, I wish you had some examples of that. That would be really. I know. I know. Interesting. Yes. But you know, back then people were more formal. You know, like you're yes, right, Bob. If you sent, yeah. if you sent Mary a Valentine that says. My darling sweetheart, how I swoon at the thought of the summer breeze caressing your alabaster right, right. skin. She would yeah. be like, what the fuck have you done? Right? Yeah. But back then, people people only could communicate through letters. They didn't have phones yeah. or and they the internet. they had more skills that way. Yeah. And, and, and everything was more formal. I bet some of that stuff was really beautiful. Yeah. Could I you say so. that again? Could you say that again, Sherry? Which part? You're um, right, Bob. You're right, Bob. <laughs> Oh, you're right, Bob. <laughs> Thank you. So good. That's that's the that would be the so ultimate good. Valentine's for Bob. Roses are blue, black as the night. Let me say it again, Bob. You were right. That yeah, would be would the ultimate that. Valentine yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's always something to hope for. Now let's don't forget our furry friends. They need love too. 27.6 million American households gave Valentine's Day presents to their dogs. Oh, and more than cute. 17 million picked up gifts for the cat. All in all, American households spent an estimated $751 million on gifts for their pets oh on my, Valentine's Day. On Dang. Valentine's Day. On oh Valentine's God. Day. Dang, that's great. Yeah, that's <laughs> it does not surprise me. No, that does not I, surprise me. No. Oh, no. no. Max I, I lives in a world where the Schnauzer has a larger wardrobe budget than he does. <laughs> Can I tell you something <laughs> happened? She went, she went, it's, just, it's, it's, it's Mojo's birthday. And I went, oh, that's, she says, yeah, I'm, I got him some gifts online. Oh, that's great. And then she's like, all in a panic. They're going to be too late for his birthday. And I went, I, I think he's going to be okay with it. I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know which day it is. It's just, you know, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel is, like you could skate on that a little bit. Yeah. Car Carla made Carla made me take Darby in the other room when she wrapped the Christmas present for her. Because she didn't want Darby <laughs> to see. <laughs> she wanted her to be surprised. And, and tell you the truth, I did too, so I ain't gonna say nothing. So all right, now the most popular gift to give is candy. According to the National Retail Federation, most people will give candy and greeting cards to their loved ones. Although many will also spend money on flowers and gift cards and clothes. You know, some do jewelry, some do activities. Um, America's plan to spend more than $5.5 billion on jewelry and nearly $4.4 billion on special evening out. Now, I like the evening out. I, I, that's that's my favorite part is the evening out. Um, yeah. I don't think a lot, lot a lot of people enjoy that. The first heart shaped box of chocolates was introduced in 1861. 
again, it was created by Richard Cadbury. And he started packaging the chocolates in fancy boxes to increase the sales. And he introduced the first heart-shaped box of chocolates for Valentine's Day in 1861. And today, they are more than 36 million heart-shaped boxes of chocolate sold each year. That's 58 million pounds of chocolate. You know, we're talking about them today, and I'm glad that Richard Cadbury is getting all this credit. But, you know, you would think in the moment when you're accomplishing something big in your life, like inventing the heart-shaped candy box, you would think, well, I'm going to be remembered by history for this. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's going to take Lamar digging that fun fact up for a podcast (laughs) for anybody to give you any credit. It's kind of sad. Round of applause for Richard Cadbury. Come on. He deserves something for that. Now, this, I think this, as far as candy goes, this is very interesting. Conversation Hearts. You know what that is. You know, my truly. Conversation Hearts got their start as medical lozenges. A Boston pharmacist named Oliver Chase invented a machine that simplified the way medical lozenges were made, you know, for sore throats and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The re- all right. So the result of this was America's first candy-making machine. Because a pharmacist soon started shifting his focus from making lozenges to candy, Chase founded the New England Confectionery Company. You know what that stands for? Nestle. Necco. Oh, Necco. Necco wafers. Necco wafers. Yes. And so the candy lozenges that he made soon became what we know as the Necco wafers. But it wasn't until 1866 that we first got sweet printed messages on the conversation hearts. It was Oliver's brother, Daniel, who started printing sentimental messages on the Necco sweetheart. Through these candies, they were communicating everybody's love. They they had all they were a lot bigger versions than what we have today because they could get a lot more on there. So they they featured much longer printed sayings. Some of the first messages were, "Married in white, you have chosen right." <laughs> <And> <laughs> How long shall I have to wait? Please be considerate. <laughs> so. Aren't you glad? That they jumped into candy and didn't stay medicine. Because if we got pills with messages printed on them today, they would all say things like, have you considered losing weight? Or maybe it's just anxiety. Or well, no. are, you, are you drug seeking? And today, if they were doing it today, it would have to be as big as a plate because it would have to tell you all of the possible side <laughs> effects that this was going to give That you. is so true. <laughs> All right, how many conversation hearts do you think they manufacture every year? Oh, it's got to be in the the tens of millions because they come like 100 to a bag, right? More than 8 billion conversation hearts are manufactured every year. And Hmm. NECO has to make them year-round. They can't stop because – and each box has approximately 45 sayings like true love, hug me, you rock. And you can get some personalized, too. You can order those. But if you still have last year's box, don't throw them away. They have a shelf life of five years. Hmm. They well, don't they're made go bad. Of, they're, 
they're made of chalk and baby's tears, so I would imagine they would last forever. <laughs> Is there any way that Necco could make those things taste better? Every year you go, oh, oh, it's a little Valentine's Day heart. And there's a part of your brain that thinks maybe it'll be delicious. And it never, it's never ever delicious. Is. It's, it's never, never good, delicious. Yeah. No. Now, in 2019, nobody could find any conversation hearts because Necco went out of business in 2018 and they sold the Necco wafers and sweethearts to Spangler Candy. They're the creators of the Dum Dum Lollipops. Due to the new manufacturing needs, Spangler, they couldn't produce 8 billion of the candy heart. They couldn't do it. And they put out a statement that said, there are a lot of manufacturing challenges and unanswered questions at this point. We want to make sure these brands meet uh, consumer expectations when they re-enter the market, meaning we don't want them to make them taste any better than what they are right now. It's going to taste <laughs> like crap. But, so um, when they got, they got geared up, they were able to do it. But that whole year, nobody got any. Now, and when they came back in 2022, they added words of encouragement. Uh, to now the candies have phrases like way to go, crush it, high five. So, you know, that way it's just a different message. Um, now this is weird. I don't guess it's not weird. I'm not shooting me surprised. It is one of the most popular days. Valentine's day is one of the most popular days for proposal. I mean, I guess you already got the flowers. You already got the candy, you know, still Christmas day and new year's day are still more people asked uh, the wedding question on those days. But Valentine's Day is number three. And um, what do you think a about lot of that? people like what do, you, what do you think about a Christmas Day proposal? What do you think about that? Nah, I'm against it. Tell me why, because I am too. I want to hear why you're against it. I, I'm against it because... You are, I think you're trivializing, trivializing the proposal because you're doing it in the midst of some other celebration. The proposal should stand on its yeah. own. By the same Thank way, you. we don't think, we don't think uh, Kelsey should be proposing to Taylor at Super Bowl. This is something that you do. It used to be something you do just the two of you. Now, if you don't have a video crew and a helicopter and a drone, you know, I mean, yeah. Are you even serious about Christmas? It hijacks Christmas, it, it it hijacks Christmas. Yeah. and and it the does. other thing is, if you propose on Valentine's Day, it's like I don't know. You're kind of a cheapskate. Well, I already got a dinner out, and I already got some candy, so I'm gonna you know put it all together, and I can be done with the whole thing. No, I, I wouldn't do it. On, stands by itself. I agree. I wouldn't do it on Valentine's Day because I already think I'm being hijacked because the, this is created for. Revenue. I mean, I'm sorry. It is. It's created for revenue, and I've already been hijacked, and so I, I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't. No. Um. I here's my thing about a Christmas proposal. Everybody is celebrating Christmas, but yeah. now, to Bob's point, now it's not about Christmas anymore. It's about Wayne and Debbie committing to get married, and it just. Yeah. I don't know. Like it just feels like maybe don't don't do that to Christmas. But we could be yeah. wrong. There could be people out there that have had Christmas proposals that have a whole different perspective on it. And if they're know. happy with that, God, that's you, buddy. That's you. Do what you need to do. It's just for me personally, I wouldn't do it. Um, now, there's a couple of different ways it's celebrated around the world. In Latin American countries, the holiday 
is called Day of Lovers or the Day of Love and Friendship. And couples exchange flowers and chocolate on this day. And, and the holiday's focus is also directed at showing gratitude to your friends. So it's less than romantic. It's more like family and friends. Now, in Japan, and I know this is true because the first time it happened, I was like, what? In Japan, it's customary for just the women to give confections to the men <laughs> with, with the quality of the chocolate indicating their true feelings. Oh. Women don't get nothing. <laughs> women don't get nothing on Valentine's Day. Now, on March the 14th, exactly one month later, the men repay the favor by celebrating White Day. And then it's their turn to do something. But on Valentine's Day, it's the women giving to the men. And then a month later, the men give to the women. And you said that the quality of chocolate reflects yes. how, how she feels about you. So, like, you got, what yeah. would be what would be the, the crappiest chocolate that you would give somebody? What would that be? Would it be that... Weird waxy coating on yes, off-brand that milk, M&Ms. milk chocolate, milk yeah. chocolate with a waxy yeah. Uh, yeah. coating. That's terrible. Oh, that would be, or like, like no, like milk duds are a quality candy. And if you're concerned that you have a loose filling, eat a milk dud and, and you'll get confirmation. But the chocolate on the outside of a milk dud, can we all agree that that's a melted yeah. brown crayon? Can we yeah. all it's terrible. That? And it falls apart. From the rest of the dough. It's so gross. It's awful. It really is. It really is. It really is. So. There's also, there's Valentine's Day horror movies are a thing for some people. Uh, some people prefer to get their heart rates up by watching a scary movie or something like that. One of the most popular is the 1981 film, My Bloody Valentine. But there's a bunch of them. And uh, so some people, maybe they stay at home and do that. Now, do y'all remember Galentine's Day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Parks and Recreation. Amy Poehler's part. Yeah, Leslie Nope in 2010. She she created Galentine's Day, and it's all about the ladies celebrating the ladies. It's like Little Fair without the angst. <laughs> and they got frittatas. That's what she said, plus frittatas. <laughs> and that's still a thing. People still do it. Now, XOXO. That didn't always mean hugs and kisses. It is a popular signature this time of year, but the origins of the signature, however, come from the Middle Ages. During those times, the X symbolized the cross, and the letters uh, ended with the sign of the cross and then a kiss to symbolize an oath. But as the gesture became more popular in literature and letters and paperwork, it became to mean something had been sealed with a kiss. So that's where the XO stuff comes from. Um, Valentine's Day has typically been associated with romantic love and partnership, but out of a poll of 1,500 people, only 59% of spouses planned on giving their partners a gift, while that same group, 85% of the parents, planned on giving their children something for February the 14th. I so, always gave my girls yeah. um, Valentine's gifts. I still buy. I still buy them little goofy things and send them off to school. But yeah, I, I think it's, um, I think you, you reach a sad point in your relationship when you're like, Oh, is today Valentine's day? <laughs> oh yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not for the day, but I'm sure not going to ignore the day. I mean, that's, you're looking for trouble. You're, and I think, it, I think it's not good for your relationship. It's like people that refuse to give presents at Christmas time to each other. Oh yeah. We don't do that. We don't exchange the gifts. Really? Got to exchange something. 
I mean, you got to do something, I would think. Even if it's something, like, even if you just do each other's Christmas stocking and it's just little silly things in there. Yeah, I'll tell you what's really sad, and Bob and I have seen this, um, when somebody says, oh, Valentine's Day is stupid, we don't exchange gifts. And then you look over at his wife, and she looks like the saddest basset hound at the shelter, because she would very much like to be. Yeah. True. You know that couple, Bob? She yeah, would very much like to be celebrating. Without know? a doubt, she's very quiet. She doesn't say anything. Very quiet. Yeah. She's thinking, I could kill you in your sleep. Right. And, sir, she could. Like, have you got the Investigation Discovery Channel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wives with knives. Um, uh, lovebirds are actually birds. Um, it's, it's a popular term, but it's a com- it's the common name for the agapornis birds. It's a type of parrot that is a native to the continent of Africa. They can be found throughout the eastern and southern regions of Africa. These animals typically travel in pairs, which is why couples are referred to as lovebirds. Um, oh, so they they don't mate for life like some birds do? No. Like swans no. mate for life, yes. and then when they lose their mate, they're so sad? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, there is an official Valentine's Day alter- alternative for singles, which we should have brought this up when we're, while we're doing the singles for uh, the contest and stuff. International Quirky Alone Day. That's a real thing. It's a holiday for single people. And it's on the same date. It's not anti-Valentine's Day, but it's rather a moment to celebrate, you know, loving yourself and platonic relationships that you have. And International Quirky Alone Day has been celebrated since 2003. Here's why we should make a bigger deal. Here's why we should make a bigger deal of that. Because there's so much pressure in our culture to pair off and couple up. And you'll see people that will settle for something really toxic and gross and unhealthy just because they don't want to, quote, unquote, be alone. alone. Haven't we all known that situation? Yep. 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 Exactly. Exactly. William Shakespeare inspired a tradition that I did not know. Sherry, you may know this. Writing letters to Juliet. Have you heard of this? It's a Valentine's Day tradition. Yeah. They started in 2010. Uh, from the film Letters to Juliet. Around Valentine's Day, thousands of letters are sent to Verona, Italy, addressed to the Romeo and Juliet character, Juliet. These love letters to Juliet are filled with emotion and passion and sometimes heartbreak. Volunteers called Juliet secretaries read through each letter and they write responses back and they pick a winner of the Dear Juliet in, uh, a prize. The winner gets to visit Juliet's home in Verona and attend a special ceremony. That's sort of cool. I love that. And that actually, if you want to watch like a sweet little romantic movie for Valentine's Day, Letters to Juliet, is it gets you in the feels. It does. Yeah, yeah. We have four states in this country that have a city named Valentine. Arizona, Nebraska, Texas, and Virginia. Each one has a city with the name Valentine. And in Virginia and Texas, you can get a special holiday postmark at the post office for that. See, that's a level of romantic boyfriend behavior that I I can't even imagine outside of a movie starring Freddie Prince Jr. Like, I cannot imagine a real man that I have ever known, the, the very best, the most romantic of them. I cannot imagine that man figuring out 
and doing all the planning and advanced planning to get that done. That's next level. Yeah. 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 The mo- all right. What do you think the most popular restaurant is on Valentine's Day? Type of food. Steak. Steak. Nope. Italian. Italian. Italian yep. steak. It- <laughs> Italian is the most searched for restaurant cuisine in at Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, Italian restaurants as a whole have a 27% increase in interest. The second most searched think- restaurant, I don't know, because I think, don't you think Italian is sort of the, you know, it's got, it feels like romantic. It feels. Of I course, know, I I feel that way, but then, you know, there's a lot of garlic involved. So that made me, that popped in. Why do you think, Bob, why do you think that would be the most popular Valentine's Day? Um, because of, uh, because of Lydia and the Tramp. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, I was. I was thinking the yeah. s- exact same thing. Plus, when you close your eyes and you think about the interior of an Italian, a classic Italian restaurant, what are you thinking of? Yes. Candlelit. Oh. Yes, you know you you can kind of see. Close. There's not that yeah. many French restaurants. There's not that many French restaurants no. uh, in the United States. They're very expensive if they're very good, and there's usually a Chinese restaurant and an Italian restaurant in every town of any size. So I think yep. you know that's probably okay. the reason why. And Italian food is is sexy, delicious. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that. Now, according to Spotify, what at Valentine's Day is the most streamed song for Valentine's Day on the on Love Theme playlist. So so is this a pop song or is this more of a... A standard. Yeah. Mm. Hazard. Give us a hint. I think it's, I think it's Hazard. <laughs> That's a good guess. Very I good guess. Would, I think you would. I think you could categorize this as a pop song. I mean, it hadn't been around all that many years. Uh, my heart will go just, on. Let me just let me just talk to Max for for a minute. Didn't we just hate? Didn't you and I just absolutely hate having to play that record in the morning? I mean, it was the worst morning drive. It was terrible. Awful. It was. Which one? What? Awful. What? Hazard by Richard yeah. Marks. Oh, good <laughs> God. That was drives nice. her down to the river and kills her. Yeah, <laughs> oh God, it was just like oh we're playing God. this in the morning. Get up, everyone. Go to work. <laughs> so okay, so I have to think. Um, it's not going to be every it was released because that's it, a stalker song. This was okay. Been, give this us was another released hint. in two two thousand thirteen. It was released uh, in two thousand thirteen. I kissed a girl. Um, wait a second. Um, <laughs> so let me see. Just the way you are. Nope. The Bruno Mars song? Oh, yeah. that's a good guess. That's a good, that's guess. A good guess. So 2013. Um, oh, Perfect by Ed Sheeran? Nope. Oh, that's a really good guess. That's more recent than 2013, though. Yeah. I think. Thanks to COVID, my sense of time is so whack. Like, when yeah. you say 2013, I think, oh, that was like six years ago. No, it was not. <laughs> Thanks to COVID, we all lost like three years. Yeah. Um. Mm-mm-mm. And it's a ballad, I'm assuming. Yes. You know what's really disgraceful? We are radio professionals. <laughs> we yeah. can't think of what this song is. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Wait. Oh, okay, go ahead. All of Me by John Legend. Yeah. Oh, okay. God, yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's I'm the sure. most added song in playlist at Valentine's. 
Mm-hmm. I'm ashamed. I can see that. Yeah. It goes up 50%. It goes up. The streaming goes up 50% on Valentine's Day. That's one of the uh, biggest wedding songs, too. Now, I read yeah. that somewhere. Yeah. 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 So, uh, this is this is something that, I don't know, I guess it doesn't surprise me. More Americans skip Valentine's Day than you realize. I, whether maybe they're single or the holiday's cheesy or they don't want to spend the money or whatever. 51% of adults surveyed by the Retail Federation says they're not celebrating Valentine's Day. They're not doing anything. There are a lot of people who think it's a made-up holiday just to make money. Yeah. And, um, and again, uh, Bob and I have been at some social functions where some guy is like, it's a made-up holiday, it's bullshit, I'm not going to participate. And right behind him is the world's saddest basset hound looking like she very much would like to get a card and some flowers. It's true. But there Here's are the people that take that stand. It, it's a made-up holiday, guy, but it ain't made up for you. It's made up for your wife. That's true. And that's, you know, it's like for, for guys, it's a test. It's a test. It's a test. What are you doing? Well, this is, you know, this is your data. You know, this is, this is like when you go out somewhere and you have to put on some real clothes to go eat somewhere. It's not for you. It's for your well, wife. She wants to see me. you dress up and do something. Yeah. That's what that let is. me also speak to those men. Um, you may not care what she wants and you may not care about the made up holiday, but your failure to observe it is such a black mark against you among her friends and family. So if nothing else, sir, think of your own public relations and how you want to manage that (laughs) because they are watching and they will be all over her. Oh my God. I can't believe he, he ignored Valentine's day again. Mm. And it mm -mm -mm. Mm. just go Mm. ahead and just go ahead and do something. Do something. Yes, just do it. I mean, that's just crazy. That's crazy. That's my advice to all the men that might be listening to this. Do, do something. something. Do something. That's right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Talking Lamar. I want to thank everybody for spending time with us. I hope all of your Valentine dreams come true. And I will expect you back for the next episode because, as you know, I hate a quitter. Till next time. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Talkin' Lamar, the Oddcast, and the Bob and Sherry Podcast. We would really love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.